Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, welcome back to Morning Glory. About to uh, do a few uh, predictions, talking about uh, how we think certain sides are going to go. But before we do that, breaking news, Ben. Yeah, huge news. Um, Beak raised this before. He asked if the hamburger mm. came from the city of Hamburg in Germany. Well, it does. There you go, boys. There you go. That's why I'm here. There you go, Matthew. Okay, here's a question. The Hamburglar. Was he known <laughs> as Hamburg for stealing hamburgers or was he a Breaking out a merchant in the city of Hamburg. <laughs> <That's>, uh, <laughs> I think he's uh, like like the gobble dog. He stole yeah. a certain food. The gobble dog. Yeah. Gobble Can I dog. say something? Dude. Doc. D- whatever. Dog or doc? Gobble dog. I don't know. That's no, doc. 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 What happened to the We still yeah. talk about it. Where did it happen to him? Died of cholesterol. Oh, um, chippies. What about uh, <laughs> Very good. What happened to the junior burger? These days it's just the cheeseburger. Like. Could Don't I have a junior burger anymore? No, yeah, because you got well, you've you've got the cheeseburger. You remove the cheese and you have the hamburger, but the junior burger they've just tossed. So you get a hamburger for a kid. I'm going to go through drive through day and just go. Excuse me, guys. Could I have a cheeseburger with no cheese? Hence a junior burger. And watch one of these young whippersnappers just go. I don't know what you're talking about. Now. Ha! <laughs> no, they'll probably say. Oh the two known God, as the guy. junior burger. <laughs> yeah. Say that to him. Oh, God, it's good oh, yeah. to have a laugh, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, now, season not fun, boys. Okay, thoughts on the Bulldogs this year? Uh, I'll say, I, I can see some I, I see some serious improvement in them. Great pickup in Crichton. A uh, couple of other good players, Blakey Taff and uh, uh, so on. But the most important thing is they've just – those big signings they've got, they've got to – like, they have to aim up. I thought last year – like Cameron Sorrell and the Bulldogs, Gus brought guys like Reed Marnie, Matt Burton and Liam Kikau to really elevate and show all the other young blokes the way. I thought I thought it went the other way. Yeah. I, oh, I yeah. thought that the struggles of the club really dragged those guys well, down. I think I think that this year uh, is going to be another really, really tough year for the Dogs. Uh, I actually, I almost, look, the signings aren't going to be irrelevant. That's being a bit dramatic. But this their forward pack is not equipped to get the best out of their, their big key signings. Mm. Uh, but what is interesting, what is interesting, if you look at all their junior grades, they uh, won Jersey Flag, they won Harold Matthews, yeah. they were at top of the table last year in New South Wales Cup before the injuries hit. So until they get that forward pack sorted with that next generation that's coming through, which Gus Gould has uh, yeah. talked about, I don't think we're going to see the best out of their signings until the forward pack what, is sorted. What really, so, uh, I'm interested in having a look at Webby, is Stephen Crichton. Yeah. Uh, they're brought in to play fullback. In my opinion, I think that would be a mistake. He's the best defensive centre in the competition. Uh, and just – I and like there's two sides of the game. 
when I seen him play fullback, like he'd ex- he'd go very good. There's no doubt about it. But he's a he's an interesting body type for a fullback. That makes sense. He's got the height and that, but he's high hipped. Mm. You know, people say what's that? But you know, on kick returns, you know, players oftentimes kick chase get underneath him, push him back. I just think, you know, in the set that left center or right center position, you can he can play both. He is just incredible player, and the Bulldogs, Webby, my God, they've got him cheap. From when they signed him, from from when they signed him, and what he's done since the back half of last year, he was close to the best player in the competition. Uh, absolutely, I, I like. I know Kikau spent a lot of last year injured, but the way he finished off the season, he's you know they'll be expecting more out of him. There's a lot to be said from for buying players. Like I know, I know that you know that that um, you're obviously going to go after the premiers. But from getting a player that's had all that success and climbed the mountain, you know, three years in a row, when they come to a lesser club, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, like that got... desire isn't there as, as much as it used to well, be. Well, you look at you Reed. Know? You look at Reed. Like, when Reed Marnie went there, right, Reed was shadowing Harry Grant and those guys right up their clacker as far as getting that Queensland State of Origin jersey. Mm. He started the year, I thought, really good at the Bulldogs. But game by game away. by game, yeah. he let his standards drop. I thought his defence was really poor. And and Matty Burton, you know, I, I thought Matty Burton, who essentially is the run of the football, Matty Burton, you could see halfway through the year, he, it's a difficult thing to say. I was going to say he allowed his confidence to dwindle away. But it, know, must, he, be, it he, must be hard to go, come from, like, all those players that have come from Penrith to the Dogs. You know what I mean? Like I, it's, I will it's, say, it's, it's, I, it's, it must be tough psychologically to get yourself up, knowing you know you're in the middle in a, in a rebuilding club. I mean, again, I know Kikau was out for a lot of last year with injury, but he went to that club as the best back rower in the game. Oh, look, I, yeah. I do think though, in in Seraldo and the Dogs' defence, I think that when you look at the fact that since 2021, there is literally no one still in that top 30 that's yeah. in it today, and so when last year, when when you know it hit the fan. They had nothing to really anchor themselves on yeah. in the forward pack. And that's that's the key for me is like, mm. they you know, Luke Thompson was in and out with his injuries. They, yeah. you know, were rotating forwards all the time. Whereas, you know, Burton, I, I don't, it's not really talked about enough how reliant players are on their front row. Like yeah, it, it is so important and it gives, it gives other players confidence when their front rows can dominate a game. And I just feel like they didn't I, have that. I think, there'd be, I think there'd be quite a bit of improvement. Um, I, I think that, Cameron Sorrello's, you know, had a year his feet under the desk. He'll understand the players a lot more. He'll understand the shortcomings, what they need to do. If they can get off to a decent start, you know, when I say decent start, two from four and start to get a little bit of momentum, I, I see them. I see them moving up into the middle table. I don't see them playing finals football, right? I can see them finish around 10th, mm. which I think at this point the Bulldogs would be a good result. I, I If I'm... You know, Sorrello heading into this year, and funnily enough, I'm pretty sure. So the Penrith used a defensive system that he created. The Warriors use it now. The Bulldogs are trying to implement it. But I would be building my whole identity around defence. Absolutely. I wouldn't even look. If we lose every game 12-10 and we come second last, I would. I'd be okay with that yep. because if you build your game around defence, it gives you so much confidence, and it's something to anchor yourself on. It's and, it's a something you deliver each and, week. And Beak, it is symbolic of desire. If you want to measure desire and hunger, you measure it through defence. Right? When a side lacks motivation or they haven't got that fire in the belly, haven't got what it takes, you'll see they'll bleed points. Mm. Other sides are gritty and they just dig it. It all starts with the defence. An interesting one next year, Beak, and you're, you're a Broncos man. I'm really curious to see the Broncos. What's been... Has been spoken a lot about 
you've got expectations, big expectations from the fans who are expecting a title. Flegler and Herbie Farnworth are huge losses. Yep, and Kurt Capewell. Kurt Capewell, yeah. a big loss. Oh, look, the, the thing is, there's a, there's a lot of fans, and I understand why. Like, I want to feel this way too, that are almost putting the Broncos in that Penrith mould and going, okay, well, we're just like Penrith now. Like, we're young, we're fast, we're explosive. But this is a super, super young side that has only gone to the finals once. It just lost Flegler, Farnworth, Cody Catewell. The people that are being that are replacing those people are all super young as well. So although I do think they'll be challenging for a premiership next year, and I do think a line in the sand has been drawn for the Broncos, no longer can they be up and down. It wouldn't surprise me if the start of the year, they're a bit ahead of themselves. They're a bit, you know, yeah, you know, we can just play. Because like, they got to a point last year where the Broncos were so good in attack, they just went, it doesn't matter. We're just going to score more points than them, yep. and we'll be able to fight. Look at the grand final. They were like getting absolutely dominated by Penrith, and yep. they just went, you know what? We'll score three tries in 10 minutes. That can't last long term. So uh, it's going to be really interesting. I actually think Kurt Capewell is equally as big as a loss because mm. the locker room and, and the, the experience, whereas when you look at their edge now, you've got Ezra Mam, Pierre Coro maybe, uh, or Ricky, Selwyn Cobbo, like the, Dean Mariner, maybe this is a super young edge. Yes, super young edge. I, I like I like Cobbo coming into centres. I wish he stayed on the wing. I wish really? he stayed on the wing. Yeah, look, I think but wingers. He is. So a, he I, is a big I, I'm kid. with Beak. I, I like if I had like a player with that size, power, and athleticism, I like him on kick returns. Mm. Yeah, like, like the centre position. And different sides to different degrees, but centre positions are real blue collar spot. So Your leading kick chase. Who's, so who's playing wing? So Jesse Arthur's or Dean Mariner. Gotcha. But I personally think the game has shifted a little bit where wingers are actually more valuable than centres these yeah. days. Yeah. Uh, I think that your winger basically has to be essentially a front rower. He needs to be able to take as, as many metres as a front rower does, but he also needs to be able to be an incredible finisher. Like all, he has to be. A, all well-rounded. The only thing he probably doesn't have to worry about is ball playing. Mm. Whereas centers, you can you can afford to put a really good defensive center in there and just do his job. Um, we're going to get to a big question in a second. In the meantime, I'll just say I think the two sides that symbolize how tough it's going to be as far as getting into the eight this year, the Dolphins and the Titans. Hearing unbelievable reports from, from both clubs. Titans apparently are buzzing under Des. Really fit, ready to go. The creative spots, there's some question marks there. But if you go through their team, they've got a very, very good football side. Dolphins, great pickup, as you said before. Pick a couple of terrific players. There's the Wayne factor. Uh, very, very interesting. Big question, Queensland. Right Fullback. Ponga or Walsh? Right they, they, this is big. And what I mean by this, they can't – if they're going to continue to go with the Harry Grant-Ben Hunt combination, then they can't – Carry Ponga and Walsh. There might be a decision there for Billy. Is the combination Walsh and Ponga, or is it Harry Grant and Ben Hunt? It's Harry Grant, Ben Hunt. Like yeah. I think it's insane anyone's even considering removing that 14 jersey. Look at all the top tier teams. They have an explosive 14 coming off the bench that can play hooker. Uh, yes, can Kalen Ponga play in the middle? He has done that. Mm. At the moment, I would have. You know, if we were talking last year. Before Kalen Pong was rung, I obviously would have had Reese Walsh. At the moment, I would have KP in that fullback position just because of the size and also his ability to play multiple positions if that is the case. What do you do with Walsh? Uh, Don't I would, pick him? Well, at Put the moment. No, he would be on the wing. At the moment, he'd be obviously part of the squad. At the moment, right now. But well, Walsh, you know. Walsh would be number one for Queensland. You reckon? Oh, it's yep. going to be interesting. They're, yeah. Anyway, Webby, okay, the big one for us. Yes. Equally tough fullback. 
I, do you think is it Dylan Edwards' time? I think they have to, and I'm, that's no disrespect to to mm. Teddy, but for mine, this New South Wales match has to do with New South Wales what Freddie did in 2018 and tear it up and start again mm. and be make all those courageous decisions uh, and right. make and make some some generational change. And, I, and like Teddy's had a great run, and I reckon his club would like it too. And yeah. cut there. They, they won't say it, but. Mm. You know, if he just concentrated on club football, I think I think it'd be the best thing for him, and it'd be it'd be a, a good change for New South Wales. Teddy might not be you know, the right example because of acting as the camp uh, the, the captain, but incumbency, the talk of incumbency when you're coming off losing series, it should not carry any weight. Yeah. When you start to lose two you know, a couple in a row. series, <laughs> in a row. yeah, two in a row, that's when you start to as where yep. we said tear up and have a look again. Think- now, if you look at Nathan, Nathan's the most. He, he is the critical one. As Cameron Smith was to Queensland through that run, Nathan Cleary, he, he's our man. He's going to be our Cameron Smith going forward. So yep. it's almost like Nathan, right? Uh, what suits his game more? Is it James Tedesco or is it Dylan Edwards? I, I think Edwards' time I, has I would, come. Right yep. now, I'd actually select Scotty Drinkwater. It really just depends on if you've got uh, – to be honest, right now I'd pick a, a fit Tom Drewovich. But if you've got enough strike in your centres – then I could afford to go Edwards uh, or Teddy. But I just thought last year when you didn't have that strike in your centres, you just didn't have enough points in you uh, mm-hmm. in key, key moments. And that's what Scotty drink, Drinkwater brings. I think he's uh, involved in like 50 to 60% of all points scored for the Cowboys. He's been top five Dally M's for the last three years in a row. I just worry with Edwards, uh, although we know he'll do a really solid job, is he too similar to Teddy? I'd be having Jack Whiten in there if he's available. Mm. A yeah. fullback? Not a fullback, but in the team. Oh, he'd, be, he'd probably be my 14. 14, for sure. We did an interview with the old backstage with Nathan Cleary, and I asked him, who is the best talker? Who is the greatest help for you in the Penrith side? And he said, automatically, he said, Dylan Edwards. Yeah, okay. He said, he never stops talking and tipping to me. And he said, defense. the way he organises the defence. If, yeah. if Tommy's fit, can you just put Tommy in as fullback? For sure, I reckon. You could, like, I, mean, you I know, could. we're like, oh, yeah, but Tommy could be a wing or he could be a set. Put him in the fullback Mate, position. I like I, I like he and Latrell. If he and Latrell are I fit, know, that them swinging and playing together on an edge is boy, that's hard to handle. I like Tommy's it's fullback. Worked before. Mm, right, sorry, Webby. It's worked before. With it's, it has. Emma Centre. I thought you said me I thought you said Paul Favor, and I said, said no problem. It's Paul Favor. Thank you. Yes, it is. Yeah, thanks, Maestro. Okay, we're going to get your mic anyway. We'll take a break. Sound advice next.